The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them, and he does. Oh! Adolfi! everybody welcome back to new york talk this is the Royal united podcast thank you all for rejoining us um it is another defeat obviously to talk about this time watford uh somehow took away three points we'll talk about the performances the players and we've also got a game to talk another game to talk about we're on the hip switch so don't worry about it another easy win um mick how are you doing yeah, i'm all right mate thank you, are you? <laughs> yeah i can feel a resignation in your voice already yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, Lewis is back for a while. First time, how are you doing, Lewis? Yeah, not bad. Thanks, chaps. Uh, thanks. I'm glad to be back on. It's been, I don't think I've missed much since last time I've come on, to be honest. I don't think there's been a win since last time I've come on. I thought it was a good one. I don't think you've been all right. Are you to blame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kaz back. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, mate. I feel really good because I, didn't, I, didn't, I couldn't be asked to go yesterday, so I have actually a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, love it, love it. Um, we're gonna start do where we as we always do in this part with the of this season is try and find something funny or happy or laughing that you made that from yesterday. Um, if you don't have anything, that's fine. I've got some ones from Twitter, Mick, to give you a second to think. Good. Um, so I'll give you a time. So we've got um Hancock of the Aristonian friends said he laughed when Rathbun was named man in the match. Sounds harsh, but but fair. Um, Chris says Kyoso playing on despite Richardson trying to take him off, considering it would have been the perfect way to avoid playing since he was supposed to refuse to play. Yeah. Um, Harry says at half time, the sprinklers came on and Cafu got absolutely soaked and apparently shouted at the crowd staff. <laughs> um, made him laugh. Um, Mine's come on for his Megs in there, player in the first half. Um, nothing else happened in interest in the game, but when Cameron for his Megs there, uh, their player that, that tickled me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, make anything. Uh, I think the funniest moment for me was um, was uh, Peter Kioso doing caterpillar on four and headbutting somebody's foot and going a free kick for it. Well, that, that was my that was the funniest moment of the game for me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> anything, Lewis? I quite liked uh, Tom Ince's cameo performance when he came on okay. and he uh, did. Bugger all for once against us. <laughs> and particularly that shot from 20 odd yards yeah. out that went nearly went up at the ground. But that were quite it's good. Still going that one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kev, you didn't go to the game, did you do anything on Saturday that was more more positive than watching us? Yeah, loads better actually. Well, I, I think I could I could have done anything that would have been better than watching us. <laughs> well, I actually had a walk into Barsley, watched Tom Walker perform free of charge in, in Glassworks, had a Dolly's desserts, a couple of cocktails, and a, and a tech away last night, so pretty decent. Sounds like a good Saturday. Sounds like a lovely Saturday. Um, a few people in the comments. Steve Gurney asked, will we have a win? Well, probably not. Martin Holland, Gary Minnelli, Michael Oates, Sarah Ogden. There's loads with us tonight. Thank you all for being with us. As Nicola Drew 
Um, Mick, let's just get to start the game because that game yesterday was one of the worst games of the season. And there's competition, to be fair, this season. Um, we mentioned in the put on the instant reaction that it was two teams that were obviously bang out of form, clearly yeah. both bang out of form. Um, just a bad game of football, all in all. Yeah, it was. It was two really, really poor sides. Um, well, yeah, two sides lacking in any sort of confidence whatsoever, I think is probably a better way of describing it. Um, nobody really wanted to win, did they? Um, nobody wanted to lose. It was just, it was just, it was dour, really. It was really dour. Um, and I'm, I mean, I know they, I know they beat us, they beat us with a wonder strike, but they are certainly on that performance, uh, the worst visitors to New York Stadium this season by. By some distance, and that takes some beating when you when you consider how bad Bristol City were, uh, and always are when they come to us. Uh, yeah, they still seem to beat us, but uh, yeah, it was really really difficult to take take anything from that game at all. Um, it, it wasn't even well apart from the defeat, which weren't that difficult to take, to be honest. Not not after not after Tuesday night. Um, it was almost almost expected, I think. Um, so, yeah, disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Mm. Yeah, Richard Brown comes to find the positive, though. Must be, must be saving a fortune on win bonuses. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lewis, just general thoughts. So it's one of those that I don't think we played badly, but I wouldn't say we played well. It was just a kind of a nothing performance from, from both teams, to be fair. But it was, a, it was a kind of nothing performance where we didn't do out too badly, but we certainly didn't do anything that good, I don't think. Yeah, I got I got to half time. I thought this has been okay. We're not doing anything particularly wrong, but we're not doing anything particularly good either. Nothing. Not that same for Watford as well. Uh, I look at it and say, I can't believe they're eleventh in the league after yeah. what they played like yesterday. Um, we'll, we'll go on to goal in a bit, but this, that really was this really, this really was the only quality play on the pitch yesterday. Mm. They came up with the, the moment they won it. Um, but yeah, it's just very apathetic into it and how many games are left now? 13 is it? Too many. Yeah, too many. <laughs> About 13 too many. Yeah. We've played 32 I think now is it 32? Yeah, 32 we've played 33 on Tuesday so 14 left. Um, Should yeah. be now. <laughs> Still got a yeah. chance. Yeah. The problem is Kevin I don't give it, but if we're not going to beat Watford when they're in the they're a form they're in when are we going to win another game this season? And that's my real worry. We we are very positive, but often the Happy Club podcast. Mm. But I, I couldn't say to you, yeah, we're going to pick up a couple of points or three points then or this game. I, just, I can't really see where the next points are coming from. No, no I said it in the beginning of January. I looked mm. at the fixture. I think I read them out and I didn't. And I said we yeah. will not pick another win up. And I don't think we'll pick a point up. And I'm right so far. We're just, it's not going to come. Well, hopefully Sheffield Wednesday at home. That, that's the only one I want to win now. I want to lose against Huddersfield and Millwall, obviously. And QPR, um, beat Wednesdays, and then we'll be all right. As long as we take them down, with us, I really don't care anymore. See, season's long over. It's been over months. We all know that. Mm. It's actually getting to point now. It's a bit. It's a bit embarrassing. Isn't it? It's really. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's not good. Um, Nick says, is it, "Is it just me that thought we did okay? Okay, compared to recent weeks, Mick." And the, I think he's right. But that's the kind of level that we've got to that. Okay, is an improvement, and that's that's a really sad state of affairs. That a game where you've just gone, yeah, we did all right, is a is a step up. Yeah, we, we did do all right. We just had nothing going forward, nothing at all. You know, defensively we weren't too bad. Um, we weren't great, but we weren't too bad. Um, and and that, that was the only way they were going to score with a with a with a freak goal. Um, and, and it was a bit of a freak for me, in my view. I will talk about it in a bit, like you said. But uh, other than that, they, they weren't scoring. There was, there was nothing going to happen in that game at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it weren't bad. Yeah, yeah, the performance wasn't bad. Just it wasn't anywhere near the level it needs to be to be able to take anything from uh, teams in this division. Mm. Yeah, it's just, the frustration thing is, Lewis, and I said to me, I think I said, I, I'm not, maybe not on the interaction, but certainly to me yesterday, that any other team in the league beats Watford yesterday. 
basically any other team. Yeah. With the way that Watford played, they would have won that game. That that game was there for the taking. You just needed a couple of players to stand up and take charge of the game, and you would have won that game. And that's just a sign of where we are, that we haven't got anybody. We've got some good footballers, but nobody's will, sort of willing or can stand up and just kind of take charge of the game. And that's that's obviously why we're not winning the games. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, yes, I think the centre midfield backwards, or I think all defence victory, we're good again. Although we didn't have much to do. Uh, everything in the defensive half of the pitch were quite solid, but the, mm. obviously they weren't tested too much. But like Mick said, going forward, there was just nothing. <clears throat> Even with the scrambles on the line, you just had no confidence at all that it would have dropped, either dropped for us or if it did, they will find a way in. It just very frustrating, but predictable. Isn't it? And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it was one. It was a game that was picked up by one moment of quality. Kevin shooting the goal, uh, Spurrier's goal. Uh, do you think there's anything that we could? The strike itself is a wonder strike. But do you feel like it, could we have defended the set piece better, or was it just one of those things? Yeah, we could have. We always could. I mean, I think we did, we did have two chances to clear it. Did, I do a bit of luck, a bit fortunate with the, um, the break it came out to him, and it were a fantastic strike. And it like mixes it. We're going to text him like that. But just story of our season, isn't it? We, we, I don't recall us ever having. Any rubber, any bit of luck, or any rubber green like the, the other two penalty decisions were all sorts. We never, we never get that lucky break, and we all, we all joke about Chris Wilder messing about saying about referees and not getting that. They were told that they wouldn't get any decision. It mm. almost feels like deja. It's almost it feels the same for us. Yeah. Um, there were a few instances yesterday. I did, I did watch the highlights. I did have friends mm. texting during the game saying they actually weirdly said we played well first half. Obviously, listen to you guys. I don't think we did. <laughs> so, I'm a bit confused, <laughs> but I did. I watched the highlights. I did watch it back a bit, and um, it's, we've got nothing, nothing going forward. But obviously, yeah. we were same on, at the, um, the game the other day against mm-hmm. um, Hull. Uh, we were crying out for that second goal, and whatever it was, still one one nil. I knew we were going to lose, um, and we just picked the ball up midfield because they've got no confidence in the attack. All they did was turn around and pass it back to defence, and it's just mm-hmm. we had a, we have a throwing in their half, and we throw it back to Victor. There's no confidence in, in the in the attack, and we bring to, we bring we make changes and weaken as team. Anyone, any other team, make changes and strengthen it, and we're just we're just going backwards. Hmm. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we absolutely are. Uh, Nick says I thought we did okay, got in their faces better, just didn't create anything. I suppose, Mick, uh, the press was the press was in parts, but it was mm. in parts. I, but. Yeah, I, I suppose it can be about it. Again, we didn't play badly, but we didn't do anywhere near enough to win the game. No, no, we didn't, and that's that. I mean, that kind of sums it up, really. That kind of sums the performance up. We did, we did okay in what we needed to do in every department, with the exception of getting the ball in the box and putting it back at net. We didn't mm. do any of that. Um, you know, we were, we were like Kev said there too many times, so many times. You know, the ball gets to halfway line and we come back again. We come back again. Now I, that's possibly because the movement ahead of the, the midfield is not good enough. Um, but whatever it is, it just it feels like and it looks like a bit of a lack of ambition, you know, or or maybe it is confidence. I don't know, but um, it's just going forward. We're not going forward at all. And then every time we get the opportunity to do so, we, we seem to turn back, and and it's it's really frustrating. Really, really frustrating. Mm. Uh, Harry says, evening, a bit late. I, I think of the minority that thought we weren't that bad and it was an entertaining game. I think you're in the minority about being an entertaining, entertaining game, Harry. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. But it, was, uh, it, was, it was dull. Um, it was pretty dull. Uh, Shelley wants to know, ref ran. Last few games, we've had absolutely nothing from the referee. They've had every decision. He says, Stonewall paint penalty on Brennan Motor, Lewis. I would also say it should have been a Stonewall penalty on Kyoso yeah. as well in the first half as well. The, the yeah. Kyoto was even more frustrating because five minutes earlier, the referee gave a foul on Tihi where he put, head Tihi put his head down and got kicked in the head. I think that was a foul, but then the Kyoto one wasn't. Uh, we could have had two penalties easily for me. It's just a, the same conversation about consistency again, isn't it? There's yeah. just some, if, it's not in, if it's in the box, it's somehow not a foul, even though it's it would be two yards further back. It's just... I'm just bored. I'm just bored of it now. It's just the same, same thing. We also we just don't get penalties, do we? We've not had, we've not had one of the season yet, have we? I don't think. No. Um, <laughs> not like it would have made a big deal, a great deal of difference anyway, would it? But mm. um, yeah, it's just the consistency conversation again. That they're just changing rules from one week to another, aren't they? And it's uh, mm. I hope. 
Yeah, the Rinna Motor one came out using the Rinna Motor on the second half. It's it, it's a penalty, and I, it's it's yeah. quite strange. I don't I don't really understand why he's not given that. Rinna Motor's not even not even looking at the man. He's got eyes on the ball, no. and he's just been sort of cleaned out. It, that one is a stone wall for me. Yeah, they're like like Lewis said, and anywhere else on that pitch, it's free kick. So why why if it's in box, it's not? And but I, I think the kills one as well. He did he, he did take a kick and he went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. All right, I think I think that I think they're setting us up now. These ref, these EFL now, because Bobby Madley what fourth official yesterday. Yeah, but it's, but it's not bad enough. Sending some numpty to referee and linesman as well, just to rub it in. Give us Bobby Madley when just when he's not refing us. It's either him or his brother. Um, his dad we, just screwed us over a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we we don't get anything. We never we never get Robert Green on. We never get any decisions. Um, I, I don't think it's a it's a big club small club thing. It's just mm. just as luck. We've just got no luck at all. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll spoiler alert. It's uh, Keith Stroud on Tuesday at Ipswich. Oh, Enemies missed that. <laughs> so, it doesn't get any better, I'm afraid. Um, right, let's talk about some performances, Mick. Let's talk about the strikers. We talked about the lack of opportunities and striker performances on Tuesday. I thought Nombe and White were good, I thought they linked it well together. <coughs> the parts of the game, they, they obviously had they, they're certainly tired, but I thought they were really good on Tuesday. I thought they just looked, I don't know whether they were knackered. Or what? But they were not in the game at all. I thought White looked a bit of a shadow of himself from Tuesday night. To be honest with you, I thought they really struggled together on Saturday. Yeah, White White was. I thought Nombe was all right. Um, he showed he showed a lot of pace. He got in behind again, um, but unfortunately, when he's getting in behind down the channels, there's nobody in the box to uh, to, to receive the ball. So I, I don't think Nombe had a bad game at all. I, I understand obviously that he's the current scapegoat, so I'll be careful what I say. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was all right. But he didn't get any service. It's all right, you know. It's all right giving giving Wyke and, and Nombe the service when they're in between the halfway line and the 18-yard box. They don't need it there. You know, they need it in the box. They need the ball in the box. Um, and, you know, we're not, we're just not getting it. We're just not getting it in there at all. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, the, the, I, I thought Wyke struggled a little bit, to be honest, as you mm. said, but I, I thought Nombe was all right. Mm. No problem with that. Yeah, obviously he feels bad for Nombe because he gets absolutely no service and gets yeah. the blame. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving midfield a bit, I think somebody does come up for a bit of praise. Lewis is uh, in a motor. Mm. I thought it was really, really good with a positive action, uh, positive performance. Um, Strange he's not played for the last couple of two games based on that performance alone. I thought it yeah. was good against Leeds when he came on a sub as well. Um, I think Renamoto is probably for me. He's got to start going forward, assuming that's the kind of performance we're going to get. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure about him when we when we signed him because I didn't think he did really improve us. But considering the the standard there has been rest around rest of pitches, he's made us a little bit of improvement. But yeah, he put himself about when he were he were uh he were yeah he were active, weren't he? He were mm. yeah, they were one of our better players, I think. Which yeah, don't say much, but yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm back to, I'm back, back to Nombe. I thought when I watched him a couple of times, he made some good, really good runs but there's no mm. one's seen him and it's just if we had if we had Barlasa still in there we'd have, we might he might have got two or three good chances but mm. like, like, like Nick said earlier it's just you're getting a decent position in the field and you're just going backwards all the time yeah. which mm. is again is a confidence thing I think yeah yeah is I agree uh, Nathan Crabbery says Ferguson's two crosses were the highlight of the game <laughs> it was finally nice to see some quality balls into the boxes mm. um, yeah I miss Fergie um, there's, a couple, there's a couple of players in the camp. To be fair, let's 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 let's, let's sort of make an excuse for ourselves. Mm. If Shane Ferguson's fit more often, if Cameron Fraser's is fit more often, maybe even Tyler Blackett, yeah. we're probably a team that's going to go down. But the, we won't be anywhere near as badly off as well. We, we've we've missed key players and we've not replaced the key players. We haven't brought in sim- like for like for Shane Ferguson in transfers, have we? And that's no. what really hurts. Yeah, I'm, I like, I do like Ferguson. I think I don't know if he's out of contract in somewhere. I'm not I'm sure. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is it right? Yeah, yeah. He could have been a big player. I personally don't think he's championship level. I think he'd have had a stinker a season if he weren't injured. Um, but it did show a couple of bits of quality yesterday, which we have missed. We have missed that. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. We're not like like Lewis just said, we missed Barlasser so much. Just someone I mean, I, I, when Cat when we signed Cathal, I thought he was gonna be that little spark of creativity. Yeah. He, and he did it did show signs on Tuesday when he came on against Hull, to be fair. He had a you know a couple of nice balls he played out, but that's all we're missing. Um I like mix. I feel for Nombe. He's getting a bit of run first. I know I'm Hugo's biggest cri- criticizer, and 
I can't stand the bloke at all on that P. I think he's terrible for us. I'd never play him again. Um, but Nombe, I think he's been I've been unfairly he's not he's tried, he's making all the right runs, but he's not he's not getting the passes. Mm-hmm. Um against Hull on Tuesday night, he literally ran that much. He, he, I don't think he could walk yeah. in the end of the game. He mm-hmm. tried so hard. And it'll be a big play for us next year, but that's if fans don't drive him out. We'll see. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, Jean Morel says Shane Ferguson, my God, is he still playing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We miss his set piece, but I, I think you're right. In terms of overall championship quality, he is not there, but we miss that left foot because nobody else is, is, is quite as good as that in, in open play. Lucas is a good set piece, but in open play is an issue. Um, Ryan Thompson says, Rina Mota is Ben Wiles, uh, is Ben Wiles' replacement we've been craving out for. Has it really games? I don't think it's quite as creative as Wiles he was. Um, time will tell, I suppose. Um, yeah. <laughs> struggling to find any more positive to anything to talk about. It was that bad, that bad a game. I'm struggling for stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, let's go back a bit to the pre game because obviously the, the pre match press conference, Mick, was after we recorded. It was, it was done on Friday, but uh, mm-hmm. obviously we recorded on Thursday. The talking point is something we all knew was an issue, and that's the training ground being out of, out of service. Yeah, um, the weather hasn't been that bad recently. Mm. There's been a bit of rain here and there, but it's it's not been that bad. We've not been in it with snow and and pouring down rain, and it's really obvious that they're having to play on the pitch at the train on the pitch because the pitch is the worst it's ever looked. Mm. I don't remember ever looking this bad. Mm. Um, and if Liam Richardson, Liam Richardson strikes me as a coach who's very good on, on the training training field, and if he's not mm. getting on the training field. Well, this is part. This is part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive. I mean, we're a champ. We're in the championship. I'm going to say we're a championship football club. We're in the championship, and the training ground is out of order. <laughs> I mean, let that sink in for a second. Just say it again. <laughs> I, 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 I find it quite embarrassing to say it. To be honest with you, it's it, it's it's Ken Booth era, kind of kind of. Um, uh, behavior, behavior is not the right word, but set, set of circumstances, it, it's just it's amateurish beyond, beyond belief that, that that we can allow that to happen. Um, and and I get I understand that it's not ours and, and all that, but with I don't know, I don't know what to say about it. it, it it's, it's really poor, really, really poor, and and oh, just. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> Where else can you go with that? It's bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. But yeah, how are you supposed to prep for a game? You know, how are you supposed to get mentally right? Hmm. I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why it's been allowed to get to that 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 state or into the, or why we've been allowed to get into this situation. It, it's it's really amateurish, really. But Probably why we are where we are. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 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 In fact, part of it. We, we, we spoke, Matt Tiller came on this podcast in the summer, Lewis, and said, he talked to us about, specifically about the training ground. He, he put the injuries down, the muscle injuries last season was yeah. partially down to the training ground. I mean, a, a softer, softer pitch or whatever compared to New York Stadium. So there was an issue. There was something, there was an issue with the training pitch. Mm. Well, it's less than, just under a year later, and the, I, which is still issue. There's still yeah. a problem there. Yeah, uh, did, I don't. It just didn't they, didn't they say in the summer that they were, were they were spending money on doing it up? Which apparently so. I think, well, from what I've wanted to understand, they've, they've put them into the into the actual New York pitch, which right. again now looks worse. It's which now has not an effect because of the train going being out of order. Yeah, it's just a comedy of errors, isn't it? From from top to bottom, it's um, yeah. There'll be, there'll be like most teams in League Two will have. Better training facilities yeah, than us. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. Like Most teams in National League will have better training. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's not good enough. It's one of the givens you expect of a club to have an okay training ground that you can at least use. Yeah, that you can at least use every day, which we don't seem to have for some insane reason. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's not good enough. And you can't, as we've been crap all season, haven't we? But that can't contribute to morale in. In the mm. squad, when you just you're not being able to tra- be able to train properly every day, it's uh, obviously won't help Richardson or Taylor before him anyway either. Mm. Well. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, if you, if you will, um, Nick says never seen the pitch in that condition, the whole, uh, the New York Stadium pitch. Yeah, mm. that was supposed to. I spent. I don't know how much money we spent on pitching summer, but again, it looks it looks it looks poor. And it's always been a, a beautiful pitch. Yeah. Darren Cook says Porter Gavin's really been at ice baths. It's disgraceful in reference to the training wow. ground. Um, yeah, the thing is, you know, if this has just suddenly happened, we moved into a new place because of X, yeah. Y, and Z, and there's issues. I can you can you can excuse it a little bit. <laughs> We've been here for whatever it's been, ten plus years, or whatever yeah. it's been. Yeah. I remember when Paul, when we built the uh, sort of the, the structure that's there, that came out of the transfer budget. Paul one sort of talked yeah. about. Yeah. So it, it's it just seems the basic. It just seems out of stage one of football club, right? Have a have a decent, have an okay training facility, yeah. and then move from there. We, I remember when we talked about the Brinsworth site, which few people are mentioning. Yeah, it was yeah. Really state art, state of the art facility, uh, yeah. and then we are still here. Yeah. No, you're right, and it, it has been years. It is literally what? Well, when, when we first went up to championship with Paul Warren, it, it goes mm. back to that day when he went to Sonny yeah. and said, right, look, this is what we need. And someone put there about, we joke about pot cabs and, and wheelie bins, but that, that's what happened. He asked, he asked for ice baths and got wheelie bins full of ice. Um, and you think, you know, first season championship, we'll build on that. Mm. Yeah, we went down, but we went, you know, got the money, went back up again. It's going to be different this year. And, and seven years later, not one thing's changed. And like... This is the reason, the mind blaming Matt Taylor on for the reason we're in this mess. That that training facility is the reason because who's going to want to sign for us? Who's, who's, how can mm. we how can we get a, a prospect signing, bring him to our training facility and say, this is what you're going to work in with lads? They'd run a mile, they'd be like, no, I'm all right. I'm not bothered. Why yeah. do I want to change in, get changed in a used porter cabin and then have a dip in a chuffing wheelie bin? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few people asking what's happened to the site in Tinsley, the, Br- the Brinsworth site. I'll be honest with you, I've done absolutely no idea. Um, I think there's some issues with planning permission and stuff in there with it. I don't think it's. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I had read somewhere a long, long time ago that there were issues with, with the ground, either with the ground or with the planning, or some some issues that that meant it was never gonna, never gonna happen uh, down there. So whether that's changed or not, I don't know, but I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, well, obviously not. Well, obviously not. Yeah, uh, can't be professional football club without a training ground. If there are issues, you need to pay rent somewhere else in the meantime. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But Rob Scott's talked about it, mate. Liam Richardson, I don't, I suspect Liam Richardson didn't know the full issues of the training ground. Obviously, you see some of it, but obviously, yeah. the pitches are another issue as well. So, this is something, something that's really had to deal with a bit, bit more than he was anticipating. Mm. Um, and this is the kind of thing that sets you back. I know. Feels like we are half overachieved based on what's been sort of kind of behind the scenes training training pitch wise, um, but this needs to be kind of first thing in the summer that gets something. So whether it's a round road, whether it's whether you need to acquire another site or whatever else, or like John says, rent somewhere, we need to be stepping this up. We need to be becoming a New York City is beautiful. It's wonderful. It it looks fantastic, but you've got to have a bit of substance behind that as well. Otherwise, you're going to end up tumbling. Yeah, maybe, 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 Rob Scott, maybe Rob Scott's got time for a third job. Maybe he can be groundsman or something. <laughs> he's not, he's not, this way, he's not doing much of other things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what I, I, I the, the, the problem with it is giving that a priority in the, in the, in the, in the close season, the money's still got to come from somewhere, hmm. you know. so it's the only place that money is going to come from is out of Tony Stewart's pocket. Uh, and we're asking him also to buy some more players, you know, put some safe standing in, whatever else we're, everybody's asking for, you know, it, all right, we spend a million quid, two million quid on, on a training facility. That's no players for no players coming in. Mm. And everybody knows about that then. Um, so it, it's not quite as simple as what we need to do is this X, Y, and Z, buy some more land, build a new training facility. Brilliant. Great idea. Who's paying for it? You know, and that's, that's the position we find ourselves in, in as a club and probably the, the bulk of other football clubs as well. Mm. The difference being that most of them have already got in place somewhere to train, somewhere suitable to train. We haven't. Um, and maybe that's a mistake. Well, arguably, it's a mistake that's been made over the past twelve years since we came back from from uh, Don Valley. But you know, ninety nine times out of hundred, the, the facility at Ramwood's been all right. 
but occasionally, occasionally it's not. And, and this is one of those times, a crucial time. I was say a crucial time of season. It's not necessarily crucial anymore, is it? But, um, you know, it, it's still got to cost money. Mm. else says ownership has got to pay. Make these are duties of football club owners when it comes to standard facilities. Yeah, I know. And I agree. I do agree with that. But the, the, it's not a bottomless pit. It's not a bottomless pit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you you know, you're, you're, you're expecting the football club to, to go into debt. Um, that debt's got to be secured on something. It's only The only thing it's going to be secured on is, is Tony Stewart and his, and his wealth. It's not going to be secured on the club itself. Um, so... You then got you then you then asking an owner to throw good money after bad if you like because he's never going to get it back. The reality of it is, whoever invests in inverted commas in our club to give us a new training facility and new players and everything else, they ain't going to get the money back. They're not. I think on the training facility it might be different though because if he if he does buy a plot of land and builds this state this state of the art training facility. That is an investment in the infrastructure, and and when he does finally sell it or whatever happens, surely that would be add value to the club. Mm-hmm. The players, I get, you know, they they devalue all the time, but mm. you know, as um, as, and, and obviously then you look at hopefully having that kind of facility and developing as, as kids and as youth squads better would then bring on bigger sellers in the future. So it's just got to make that for me. It's got to make that investment if he wants to speculate yeah. a few more. It's also You're rentable. Right. It's nice. If you if you make this wonderful yeah. place, you can rent out to local local communities or whatever clubs are with playing Sheffield Wednesday or United, or whatever in the area. Yeah. You can make money off it that way as well. Yeah. Well, we're now selling baby girls from the Ben Bennett stand, so you never know. Yeah. It's difficult. It's difficult, Louis, because money. It, it's just a difficult situation. We shouldn't be in this situation, but we are. So we've got to deal. Mm. You, clubs got to deal with it as it is. Um, it's just, it just feels like we shouldn't be here. Yeah, it's, it just comes across as like an issue we've neglected for years. And like Stuart or whoever's around him thought, we well, can put this off and it'll be fine. And mm-hmm. it's finally caught up on us uh, in a very bad way this season. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, you, you've got to find money from some. I know it's it's hard asking Tony to do it because it's it's his money at the end of the day. It's up to him if he wants to spend it. But there comes the issue of investors coming in. I know there's been past interest as well. I don't know, obviously, I don't know how significant it was or whatever. And then it's that player sales. It's it's, it's one thing we've struggled of for years now, not doing it, looking thinking back to Abene and uh, Crooks and a few others as well. Um, it just helps being a more sustainable club that we've got the backing to do with investments like this and not be mm-hmm. messed up through it as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, a few of the comments mentioned the Victor money. So if you sell Victor in the summer, use that whatever money you get <laughs> towards that. Um, yeah. But then the whole point of this, what we're trying to do as a football club or what we seem to try and do is buy low, sell high for your players so you can then invest in younger players to then make them mm. that's the cycle of trying to go. If we have to spend five million quid on a, let's say five million quid on a training facility, you then not got another saleable asset in terms of the players to try and get the next victor, the next Doug Bennett, the next yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be what we have to do, but it, it's really not what you should be doing. Um, no. But, no. But we are where we are. Um, Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Kev, 
you've already sort of answered, but the season, so for you, the season where we are now, it's it's done. What you're looking for, but in now end of May, we all agree when it, we're done. I think. What do you want to see between now and May from on the pitch? I personally, I, I'd, I'd like to have seen some kids play, but I don't think we've got any on bench. And like uh, I've talked to someone at the gym earlier, and I, I don't understand why we signed, why we sent McGuckin out on loan to Dun, is it Dundalk or something? Like, yes, but yeah. The, the, the one, the one. The one position we're struggling with is is centre forward, and it sounds really sounds really awful. But of all the forwards we've got, apart from Nambe, take him out of the equation. I think he's been unfairly thingy. But you've got your Eves and um, Hugo and other players. I, I'd personally like to see McGuckin. I'd even like to see George Kelly have got a game rather than been mm-hmm. rather than sold. Um, if, if he weren't in his plans for championship, which it isn't, it weren't like that. It weren't ready for championship, but certainly ready for League One. So let, let him go yeah. on loan to Carlisle if he wants to, and then get him in League One next season. So mm. I think from what I'd like to see is give give some of the fringe players a chance. So for Fergie can get some game time, but it's tough. There's that many players out of contract. Yeah. It's like what do you do? Do you you know mm. the seasons up? We're going down anyway. Um, I don't know. There's, there's I don't know how many players are going to be left in contract in the summer, but um, it's um, it's really bad. It's really bad. Like you like to Rathbone and all them. I think they will be getting him. Always too. He's too good for. Even though he's had a shocker of a. Second part of the season and whatnot. He's not been. He's not been a shadow himself. Mm. It's still good for League One. Mm. Cameron Humphries is, is is back from injury. He's now got fourteen games left to show everyone what he can do. It's still good for League One. Um, so it sounds daft, but does Liam Richardson keep playing Cameron Humphries? It sounds daft. But I, I won't even play him. I'd have him on bench, just get fitter and fitter, and not show us what he can do and, and make him be a, a star of League One. But mm. it's 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 going to be a massive summer, massive rebuild. Um, and this training facility, that's not instant. That, that's that's yeah. years down the line. So, mm-hmm. again, we've got to try and attract good League One players uh, or, or lower-end championship to come to our club and get guys back up. And next year will not be like a Paul Warren, yo-yo back up. It's going to be very different, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, it says, let's just see some fighting passion. Uh, Sam Darby, we need to beat the 23 points. That's how bad of a season it's been. Yeah, we're four points away from the, the record of the championship. Um, total. <laughs> Let's move back to yesterday, Mick. Um, mm. Shelley says, and this was a strange one. Why did Rinomoto move to right wing back when Siriki was on the bench? No confidence, obviously, been crying out for wingers. Finally gets one and he plays him left wing back. Yeah, this was a baffling moment. It was making those substitutions, which was great. And then he ended up putting when we when we essentially had a sub to spare, he put Rinomoto as right wing back and then realized that didn't work. So he put Ollie at right, right wing back. Mm. When there's a right wing back sat on bench, we, we was going to bring on the first half when yeah. Kielsen was basically going to be injured. Um, that's that was bad. That was baffling to me. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a bit strange. A lot strange. Uh, I'm sure there must be some um, method to his madness, but I can't see what it was. Um, I, I don't know whether he just felt that Rinomoto got more of a more attacking intent, perhaps. Um, and it, and he, he, he gave him the option to drop into a back four instead of a back five. Um, I, I don't know. I've no idea. I can't. I don't. I can't answer that. Um, I, I just don't know. It's bizarre, weren't it? Really strange. Um, it, it seems to be, you know, it, it seems to be a story of the last two seasons where we we're constantly trying to put square pegs in round holes when we've got the round pegs on bench. And I don't really understand it. Uh, it, it, it. It's something that Matt Taylor did as well. And and yeah, no clue, no clue on that one. Warnie playing Ben Wiles at left wing back. Yeah, he well, yeah, and Ben, ben had a virtually full season at left wing back, didn't he? Or well, he, I think he played in every position apart from goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, apart from goalkeeper and his actual natural position. <laughs> apart from that, I think uh, he covered them all, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about Liam Richardson Lewis. As you'd expect, we lost some games, so he's going to come into he's going to come under the microscope a little bit. Um, how do you feel about Liam Richardson so far? It's difficult to judge because they aren't his players, and he's, I don't think he had, he had as good a January as he would have wanted. Yeah. Um, where do you feel we are with uh, with Liam Richardson at the moment? It's uh, it's hard to judge him at the moment because you can tell he's frustrated because I don't think he realised how much of a job he had on with Ooh. everything that's going off not just on the pitch but behind the scenes as well <laughs> um, the style of play is not enthusiastic at the moment either yeah. um, I know we're, we're losing every 
every week, aren't we? But you, you, sometimes you think, let's just have a go. But then he's, he's probably thinking, if we do that, we'll lose five another week. So it's a, yeah. a, a bit of like give and take. I think he's thinking. Uh, so we've definitely defensively we've improved since he's come in, but that that's been that's taken away our attacking threat, which is just non-existent. Um, mm. Yeah, a lot. It's uh, it's in a tough position because he's got no credit in the bank. Unlike other managers, even Taylor had a little bit with keeping us up last season. And mm. I feel like if we have a bad start to next season, it will the fans will turn on him straight away. Um, yeah. Which unfairly or fairly, it's it's just how how it goes. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, somebody here right says, oh, right says, so if we lose on Tuesday, which is highly probable, the will have the same record as Alan Stubbs played thirty-one-one. <laughs> Drawn three, for me, Kev. That's not where you. For me, that's not, that's not the comparison. The comparison is essentially the Paul Warren's first season, where his caretaker yeah. then took over. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Paul won 17, 18 games without a win during that time, yeah. and nobody really got on Warren's back. I know Louis Lewis made credit in the bank. Warren obviously had credit in the bank, mm-hmm. but that's that for me. That's you, that's that's where you compare it. Are the building blocks getting in place for next season? Can you see what Liam Richardson's trying to do for the following season? Um, yeah, I've just said a comment on there about Liam Richardson being brought in for League One. I, I do think that was part of the plan. I think mm. when they did bring him in, it, it, it would we ex- expected to get relegated. Yeah, I'm not convinced he's even going to be here. I, I think he, he, he's sounding more and more dejected on his interviews and starting mm. to start the old blame game now, talking about the training facility and all that. I wouldn't be surprised if he just thought this is not for me. He's too, um, but maybe he's, he's seeing things in, in the background that we don't obviously. I would say like to see it on training pitch, but we haven't got one. Um, but it's just it's difficult. Um, I feel sorry for him. I think he's getting a bit of unfair stick. Um, you, you're right. It's, it's the season when Warren took over and it, look, 18, 19 games without a win or whatever it were. Uh, he didn't even want the job, etc. and mm. all that. But he has inherited. Maybe the frustrating thing is inherited on paper. I said at the beginning of the season, it's a very, very good squad on paper. Some talented mm. individuals. As a, as a group, as a collective, it's a shocking football team. Um, yeah. And he's, he's going to somehow try and try and get the best out of what what is what he's been given, and it's tough, and he's not succeeding. Um, mm. It's certainly too it's certainly too soon to be talking about pulling plug on him or anything like mm. that. Because I do think he deserves a chance of his own team. Um, and it, we've all been saying it's a massive summer, no bigger than than for Liam Richardson because he, he's literally going to get virtually a blank canvas. Apart from four or five players, he's going to get a blank canvas. So mm. there you go. Um, as long as long as um, the man upstairs gives him the right budgets to. to to build that team, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. Um, Matt Bill says, let's face it, the season has been a bonus as, as would have relegated last season without Victor. Goodness knows how many points we would have currently had without Victor. So, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Stuart Tomlinson thinks he will walk in the summer or a split will potentially be engineered. Uh, yeah, it was a bit spike in the post-match yesterday, Mick. Um, there were boos yesterday. I don't think there weren't masses of boos, but he got he got posed the question by Andy Gideon by Radio Sheffield, and he was spiky. Is the is the phrase I'd use? It, I, I don't mind it, but when, yeah, go on. I, I, I've not listened to the interview, so I can only go on what you just told me there. I don't blame him. I'd be spiky and all, you know, because uh, because he's putting his he's putting his everything he's got into this job because it's his job, and that's what he will be doing because he's a professional. You know, is living it day in, day out more more than any of us, more than any of us so-called supporters. You know, it's his job, and he's living it day in, day out, and it's not going well. He knows it's not going well. Obviously, we can all see that it's not going well. So when he's criticised by people like us, <laughs> I, I include myself in it. You know, um, who don't know what they're talking about because I don't. None of us do. You know, none of us are involved in this on a day-to-day basis. So if he's been criticised by by people and booed and everything else, he's going to be spiky. I, I would be. Um, I'd be. I'd be a lot more spiky, I'll tell you. It won't be no, on radio. Would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be on radio, I'll tell you that right now. Um, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for being spiky, and I'm glad he is. Because it shows a little bit of passion, and it shows he's got some, some fight and desire to do the right thing and do the job properly. So... I'm not one of these. I can't be doing with this, you know. Oh, he's not bouncing about on touchline and all, all this. All, you know, he's, he's a bit dour and all that. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm going to read you something. I'm going to read you a tweet today Very from uh, part of a tweet from today from a, a, a Rotherham United supporter. I won't name who it is. It might have just been written in a bit of a a, a bit of peak. I'm just going to okay. take an extract from it. 
I'd welcome Evans back. Fine, whatever. This this particular sentence just sums up football supporters for me. <laughs> Regardless of his management skill or history, <clears throat> it would be nice to have an exciting manager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, what, what the hell? Regardless of his skill, don't matter, does it? Of course it does, and that's exactly the point, and that's where the likes of, of Liam Richardson and probably Matt Taylor to a degree, you know, get, get so annoyed or spiky or however you want to describe it about some of the criticism that is that is levelled in their direction. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Um, let him get on with his job and give him some time to do his job. That's my view anyway. Hmm. Don't blame him. Good man. Let's you see said you won't read that tweet out, Mick. I sent you that in private. <laughs> uh, I, I said I weren't going to name my work, Kevin. You've just... <laughs> just for the record, it's not Kev's tweet. I know. <laughs> just for the record, I, I would have Steve Evans back. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, regardless of his skill as a manager. <laughs> well, <laughs> just for stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Mike says, don't see him as a manager that would walk. He's had it tougher. <laughs> he did have it tougher at Wigan, to be fair, and did his best. Yeah, just a little we're, bit. We're in a better position behind the scenes than Wigan were, sort of, certainly financially. Um, are you saying about Le- uh, Lewis? Sorry. <laughs> Liam, then. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> he's trying to. He comes out before the games. He, he, he claps the fans. He's, he's trying to... I feel like he is trying to connect. It's not Alan Stubbs, who was just a dour man who had no interest in, t- in terms of the connection. I, I feel like he is trying to do something. I don't think he likes the media stuff. I think I think that's all that is. I feel mm. like he is trying to create something with the fans, even if it's not working quite yet. Yeah, at least that with Stubbs, he just hid, didn't he? And um, he just didn't accept the criticism very well. But at least uh, Liam's is, uh, is at least trying to do something about it to build some rapport with fans, which is it's just out of his hands at the moment because there's, mm. there's no way it's going to improve at this point of the season. And that, like they said there with Wigan thing, that was a lot worse situation than we're, than we're in. And they stuck it out. Um, mm. And I thought I saw someone else saying in the comments that where does he go off if, if he does leave? And mm. Jack saying, where does he go after here? Yeah. He's only going to bottom league one, league two. So he's, he's in, he's not, he's not, he's not, I won't say it's quite a no lose situation, but he's a, it's a big win situation. If he can somehow get it right next season, he's. Mm. Um, his reputation has been increased massively and he'll be yeah. thinking that he's quite confident in his abilities and he'll be backing himself to do that and we'll just have to wait and see if he can next season. 100%. Yeah, if, he bounce, if he bounces us straight back somehow, then yeah, you're right. his stock is just, his will shoot massively, won't it? Mm. Anything else before about the, would we play Watford? Uh, <laughs> That's a forgetful the game was, I forgot what we played. Um, anything else for the Watford game before we move on to it? We have a brief oh, review. Yeah, their, their striker was awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ryovich. I know it, you meant the Watford man messaged, said it in the uh, scout report, didn't he? I thought he scored a few goals this year, it must be all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, awful. So, that, yeah. I saw someone tweet today, it's, it's like watching uh, Tom Eves play against us in previous <laughs> games. I can't remember who said it. Uh, it's not that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're awful. It made me feel a bit better about our situation. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It, was, it, it makes you feel better until you realise that we lost to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move forward. Ipswich Town promotion chasing. I think they can just. Oh, go on, Mick. Sorry, sorry. I, I noticed you didn't come to me on penalty decisions. You didn't ask my opinion, did you? Well, we got time. Go on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got twenty minutes free. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not interested. I'll pointless now. So I'll, I just thought I'd just point two, it out. That's all. Two stone wallers. Hundred percent. Yeah. But I don't remember this is the referee that didn't give the stone wall penalty to Middlesbrough on Boxing Day when Hacks yeah. cleaned out their strike. So it's the yeah, same yeah. guy. Um, so yeah. for the first time, it's actually evened itself out. Yeah. You know, it never, it never does. But for the first. <laughs> It's the wrong way around, but it's evened itself out, Mick. There you go. Well, yeah. No, because that means that no, that that's that's one for one, not two for one. All right. No. Anyway, <laughs> if it's going to even itself out, that's great because we're going to have two or three penalties a game for the rest of the season to catch up with, like the Leicester, aren't we? So I'll be a little bit that we get our first penalty this season when we're already relegated. I don't think we'll get one. I don't. I don't know. Will. Mm. 
we'll get one. We'll yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll probably miss it anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it did. In, in, the, in, war, in that season, we got relegated under warning. We didn't get a penalty all season until yeah. last home game. And then Danny Ward missed it. So we've done it before. Um, the Rotherham United way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Harry says, so we, can, so we can all get on with our lives. Let me preview the game for us. We've lost. Thank you, Harry. Very good. We just, just copy and paste that every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what is there to say, Kev, I suppose? It, we saw it between this early in the season when Matt, it was Matt Taylor's last home game, the 2-2 draw. Yeah. Um it was a good game. We we were we were we were at the point. Uh, it's gonna be a different kettle of fish down at their backyard, I would suspect though. Yeah, definitely. And they're a team what's been they've been growing for for a few years now. Obviously the great, great history and all that, but over the last probably four or five years they've they've just done things right. And and they've they've not they've not spent loads of money. Don't get me wrong, they've spent a bit of money. Um not not spent mass. I think the record signs four million or something, hmm. which is it's a lot, but They've, they've done things right. They've built a, a good squad up, a squad of players who are all and obviously I, I can't remember the manager's name now. Um, the guy from Man United, uh, McKenna, uh, Kieran McKenna. Yeah, yeah, he's clear, clearly got something special. He's going to he's going to manage at top level definitely. So again, they've, they've, they've got him in at the right time. They've, they've invested in in him, um, allowed him to bring his own players in, play the style of football he thinks can get you promoted from the championship and League One, obviously before, and it, it's working. And um, they're dangerous. So I mean. Look at the players like your George. There's no real stars. You look at, look down mm. their team sheet. Mm. None, none of them really stand out. as like wow, they're they're top quality, but they're all just good, steady players. And I mean, anyone who can get a tune out of George Hurst deserves on him <laughs> anyway. So um, no, I think we're, we're in for a tough ride. It could could be a could be another. If they get an early goal, it could be a, a battering. And I tell you what, if any if any fans listening and are going, mm. hats off. You deserve, a, you deserve a medal. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. I want off my curtains if you're on my backyard. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this January make they've not spent massively, but John Rells they're paying a lot of Moore's wages, and that's that's the gamble they've, they're now going to take. They've brought in they brought in Keith Moore. They brought in that young lad from from Wimbledon for for a little bit of money as well. <laughs> yeah, but they'd be stupid not to to at mm. this point in the game. The three points off promotion as it is. Uh, this it's a, it's a, it's not it's a you know or not. Uh, a calculated gamble to pay mm. Kiefer Moore. There's not many better strikers in the championship than Kiefer Moore. So if you're going to bring no. somebody in, that's brilliant. And he's going to be an absolute thorn in our side Tuesday. If you keep him quiet, you'll probably be close to getting a result out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to be fair, if there's anybody that's going to keep him quiet, probably Sean Morrison, because they're both as experienced as each other. Mm. You know, Sean Morrison's been there, seen it, done it with, with players like Kiefer Moore. Um, whether he'll keep him quiet is another matter. I, I would doubt that very much. Uh, but the, the irony of all this is that you know we'll go there on on, on Tuesday night and and and, and sneak a, a one nil scrappy win. It'd be ridiculous, <laughs> wouldn't it? But uh, I mean, at least you'd be happy because your beard had come off. So kind of shave, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it feels at the moment like it's just a just sort of going through emotions, doesn't it? Certainly going there. Um, it just it just feels. We might as well not bother. It's how it feels, uh, and and you know that's a, it's a horrible and a ridiculous thing to say. Mm. Uh, but we we I don't know two one other them. I didn't ask you for a prediction, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might yeah, even change it when it comes to predictions. I might I might have a think about that. All right, okay. He won't. He's going to pick two one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you give us any chance, Lewis? It's just is it just a puncher's chance or is it just anything? I think if we were to get anything, it would have to be like a game like Stoke last season. Mm. But it's just Victor's mm. had an absolute game with his life and uh, we somehow get a deflected goal or an own goal or something. <laughs> like the Rathbone's cross that somehow was in something like something stupid like that. Mm. Um yeah, it does to add to our difficulties. They're, they're pairing at the right time again, aren't they? They've had the dip, and they've, yeah. I think they've won like three games in a row now. Yeah. Something. Mm. So that's another thing for us. We, we tend to play against teams at the wrong time as well. You see, when a manager's just been sacked, or mm. when they're just in good form, then Ipswich are in good form. Um, yeah, they were, like Kev said, they haven't they got many, super, many if any, superstars. It just shows how good of a coach McKenna is that mm. he's maximising all their abilities. 
for the Bowster anyway to get them in position where they are. Um, so yeah, it'll be a tough, tough game really. Yeah, yeah. The annoying thing is, Matt. So the way the way they play, the best the best way to play against Ipswich, which has been proven this this season, even by a non-league team, is to attack them. Is to actually mm. have a go at them. When when Maidstone who played them in cup and on telly, um, the the made them look average. They they got mm. into the face and, and attacked them. It sounds awful, but we ain't we ain't, we ain't got that about us in our team. So right. You're right. John says, same games that struggle this season. Teams attack them, sit back, yeah. and they'll tear you a new one. Can you see us doing anything other than sitting back, Kev? I, I, I can't. It's going, to be, it's going to be a sit back and all no. for Beth, I think. Yeah, we, we haven't got quality. He, Liam Richardson knows. He, he, can't, he can't go into that changing room and, and look at his players and think, right, he can do this, he can do that. Yeah. We haven't got it there, so no, I don't think he can play that. And if he does, it's, well, it's suicidal. So I think the only thing he can do is try and soak it up and try and counter with his non-strikers and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to shine a little ray of positivity, Mick. Leeds aside, we've been all right away for moment, Liam Richardson. The Middlesbrough mm. game, we're unlucky not to not to not to win. Blackburn game, certainly unlucky not to win. Uh, Plymouth, you know, if Ayala don't get sent off, we get something out of that game. Mm. We're better at the minute. We're better away from home, but yeah. we have But but it's Ipswich, who are, are a much better team than Middlesbrough and Blackburn and Plymouth. They are, if you allow them to be, aren't they? Like, like John's just said there, you know, any any team, I suppose, in this division, if you allow them to be, they they will tell you a new one, yep. some more than others. Um, but um, we have been better away from home, yeah. We have. We've been more organised. We've been solid, um, and and probably, arguably, we've probably played the same way away from home as we have at home. And <sighs> um, unfortunately, we we expect. Quite rightly so, when we're at home, to actually have a pop at teams and look to win the game, and we don't, we, we've not been doing that away from home, and we've been all right because we've been able to soak it up for a lot of the a lot of the time um, and hit teams on the break like we did, you know, with Blackburn and, um, and and at Middlesbrough as well. So, but yeah, away from home, we've not been that bad at all. Um, we've got some decent results, and then we being able at home to to go to actually put the ball forward play the ball forward and create and put the ball in the box, then we might not be in this position now. But unfortunately, you know, we've 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 just sort of we played the same way, home and away. Um and and that's not the way of you can't do it, can you? You can't do that. So no. We may well keep him at bay, we probably won't, but we may do. You never know. You never know, do you? We do. It's a fun um... game. The only real question, and that's not the only question, but what, what do you think we'll see going up front, uh, Lewis? Because started Nombe and White twice in two games up front. Um, he has played Hugel away from home. You look at the Leeds game, it was Hugel up top. Uh, didn't work against Leeds, but it did work against Borough. Um, I want Nombe to start again no matter what, but I think he'll go back to Hugel. Yeah, I want it to be Nombe as well. Um I'd even say White, but he looked knackered on Saturday, so yeah, yeah. I can't see him playing again on the on Tuesday. So it'll be Hugo, but I don't obviously don't want it to be because I've always played all season and parts of last season as well. Mm. Um, yeah, he just don't look bothered at all, and that um, like White were knackered on Saturday, but at least he stayed on his feet for one. Hugo and, were terrible when he came on; it were really, oh, yeah, really bad. I, I don't think he won one either, and then they were just. Doing his usual thing, uh, going down every two seconds. Yeah. Um, like I said, White were knackered, but at least to put him tried a little bit to put him sent about. He didn't, mm. It's not not so much avail, but he did lead something. But yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd start non Bay, but I can't see him. Can't see him doing it. No. Uh, John Merrill says they play out from the back. Has to be a front line for the press. Yeah. No, could you see Nombe up top on his own? Because against him, he might like to pack the midfield out, put extra body in there. But Nombe doesn't give you that physicality. That's the problem with Nombe in it against these. Sorry, Kev, that was you. Oh, sorry. It's me, I, mean, sorry. I realized you didn't say your name. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I agree with Lewis. Nombe looked knackered on Tuesday, let alone Saturday. So mm. he played all games Saturday. And then, I don't know. I, it, John's right. that that is We've got to play a press. But again, it goes back to the, the players he's got to choose from. I don't think they're not, mm. not ready for that press. Even Rathbro used to be our little rat in midfield who yeah. press and press and press. And he, he don't look like that. He's probably just thinks, why should I do it if they're not doing it? Mm. Um, so I don't know it's a tough one I think he'll play Hugo um, yeah. purely for 
we're going to play it long. We're going to get the ball in defence and we're going to hit it long. Hope that he wins one of his free kicks from one of his stooping um, headers. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be a tough tough game, and there's there's no right to it. That we, we all know how he should go there and play, but we've not got the armor to do it. We we don't, we don't have the squad to do it. So yeah, just um, try and get try and get out of it with some credibility and not no injuries. That's all. That's all I'd be going for. Yeah, let's not make it silly. But QPR on Saturday, which is where there is yeah. a possibility or something. Uh, Nicola Juice is on uh, Hugel. He says hope he doesn't start Hugel. So frustrating when he's on the floor all the time. He would be Gareth Ains with star player. I don't begin Gareth the ideas, you know, when he gets back into the game. Although, yeah, give Ains with ideas. So when he comes yeah. back into the game, he can sign it then, can't he? There we go. Well done, Nicola. Well done. Good stuff. Email, email Gareth directly. Um, <laughs> not a good job, has he? Has he got a job? Not yet. I'm sure somebody will hire him at some point, probably. I can stoke. He's going to stoke, I reckon. I've seen that. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh, Nicola Dwarf says that White was better, didn't give up. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's do some predictions then. Um, Mick, are you going for yeah. 2 1? Mike said a shout at you in comments here for going 2 1. Says, Mick, come on, stop this predicting us winning when we're blinding Levis. We're not going to. Enough looking through those rose tinted specs one season. No, no, Mike, I'm not going to do it. And I don't think you'd expect anything less from me. <laughs> Not to agree with you <laughs> on, on that point. Uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going one nil Rotherham. You're changing. I'm changing. Wow, that's what okay. I'm going to go. Fair enough. You, yeah, I, right. don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. mean it. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I actually know. think that that's going to happen. Uh, we gave Danny some praise last week because he got the whole prediction correct. Uh, it's time I, I got the uh, Watford prediction correct, so I've got another three points on the board. Well, pat yourself one. on the head. Well, well, if Danny gets some credit, I'm going to get someone always. Might as well get <laughs> some out of this podcast, don't we? <laughs> um, Kev, what do we reckon? How many yeah. points going to get? <laughs> I've just checked, and Rob are actually 12 to 1 to win. So if you put 10 on, you win nothing. So um, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to go concert. I'm going to go through. There's a lot of, it's a lot of saying the same thing. Three in a lip switch. Um, and that that's. And I'll take that now. I'll take that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go 2 0 Ipswich um, because that's more hope, I think. I, th- I think I think it could get really ugly, if, especially mm-hmm. if they go early. I think it could be really bad. Um, yeah. Lewis? I'll go 1 1. Oh, why not? I don't mean it, but I'm throwing <laughs> out there and hoping someone listens to me and <laughs> what makes it happen. Fair enough. Stick with me, Lewis. Stick with me, mate. You'll be fine. Nathan <laughs> Cranberry going for a boring nil-nil, which we'd all take, but I don't think it'll happen. Um, Harry says 4-0 to Ipswich. Nick says 3-0. Alfie says 6-0, I assume is to Ipswich. Uh, Kim says 1-1, says you, Lewis. Palmer says 5-0 to Ipswich. Holly's going 3-2 to Rotherham. She's saying she's <laughs> going that trick. <laughs> Love it, Holly. Three goals in the game. game. <laughs> no uh, Nicola Dew says 0-1 is the hope that kills you. Martin Holland 2-0 to them. Ryan Thompson says it's gonna be four nil, but we're gonna be three nil down inside twenty-five minutes. They're all doing three nil to switch. John says three nil to switch. Steve Gunn says two nil to switch. Miles Quiet says three nil to switch. Um Mike the Miller says us nil, others quite a few. <laughs> Fair enough, Mike. Yeah. Um yeah. Kevin's right, if anybody is going down there, you deserve an absolute deserve a medal, a fat up back and a beer or whatever you want. Um, that is some serious commitment to go down there on a Tuesday night. Well, uh, well done, I suppose is the word. Um, anything else, lads, that we need to mention on this show? Kevin, Legends Night, do you want to make that a mention? When yeah, we, I think we've pretty much got a date now. We were struggling with um, when were the right because the one we did last one was 30 for June. Um, mm. I think the close date would have been the 28th, but the New York State were fully booked, so the only date we could get was the 21st of June. Um, lining up some good legends already, we've had. Some good early chats. Um, a few names we've got chucking out. Daniel Nardiello's pretty much confirmed. Yeah. So that, that'd be a good one, yeah. He's just got to start his babysitter out. That's <laughs> um, so, yeah, work, working on that now. So I, over the next two or three weeks, I'll get some more details out and post out selling tickets. Perfect. Uh, Mick, Lewis, anything else you want to mention? Nothing. Um, no. <laughs> Nothing. Great. <laughs> 
as always, the homework is find something funny on Tuesday. Watch if you watch the game, find something funny and happy, and report to us Thursday what it was, just so we give ourselves something to ta- to smile about this season because it's a long old sixteen games left. Uh, we've got to find something to, sm- to smile about. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you everybody who has been with us. If you're watching on iTunes, uh, YouTube X, uh, and Facebook, make sure you've followed and liked and subscribed on YouTube as well. If you haven't done already, give the show a like. If you're on iTunes and Spotify, make sure you've liked, uh, followed. Follow us or subscribe us and give it a five-star rating. The scouting report, which is from Roscoe from Kings of Anglia, that will be up tomorrow. That's recording. will be out tomorrow, Monday time. So keep a check on that if you want to listen about Ipswich season so far and what, what to expect from them. That'll be out, like I say, out tomorrow. And we will be back on Thursday evening for the review of Ipswich. And we'll look ahead to QPR away, another away game. Um, hopefully we can uh, break that duck. Mick, thank you for being with us tonight, Mick. It's been oh, rantless. Very you're very, very, very welcome, I can't tell you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Lewis, appreciate it. A pleasure having you back, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's just all been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and Kev, as always, mate, appreciate you coming on. No problem. Anytime, mate. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. And up the Millers. Up the Millers. It's a Wales, Wales through a goal, Swansea beyond Fodringham, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi, he can hit them, and he does. Oh! Adolfi! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.